Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. Well, here to celebrate a very special anniversary is Litecoin Foundation's Charlie chatting fireside with Miss Team Crypto. David Burkett will join shortly to shed some light on the future of Litecoin. Hey, hey. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Miss Teen Crypto. I'm an 18-year-old cryptocurrency influencer, speaker, and educator based in New York City. Today, we are celebrating the 10-year anniversary of Litecoin with none other than Charlie Lee, the director of Litecoin Foundation and creator of Litecoin. Thank you so much for joining us today, Charlie. Sure. I'm happy to be here. Same Thanks. year. This is a huge milestone, Litecoin turning 10 and having such strong technological support as well as community support with 10 years of no downtime. And my number one question is, how did you come to create Litecoin? Um, I, I mean, I've told this story like many times, right? Litecoin was created kind of as a fun side project, kind of just happened, um, wasn't really planned. Originally there was a, um, a coin that I, I helped um, create uh, with the technical side of things called Fairbricks. And then that kind of failed. And after that, I decided to kind of start over and create Litecoin, which is um, just based off of Bitcoin, very similar to Bitcoin, but kind of a lighter version of Bitcoin. Um, and basically, that just happened and that was it. And for people that may be a little new to Litecoin, how does Litecoin compare to Bitcoin? So the main difference is at the time when I created Litecoin is I wanted to create a coin that is mined using CPU versus at that time, Bitcoin was mined using GPUs. And the, it was important that Litecoin miners did not compete with Bitcoin miners um, because you don't want uh, the coin to be attacked by, by Bitcoin miners and you don't also want, don't want to like compete for hash rate. So Litecoin uses the script proof of work, which at that time was CPU mined, eventually became GPU mined when Bitcoin became ASIC and then now ASICs are created for, for Litecoin also. So that's the main difference. Litecoin is, has four times as many coins and uh, block confirmations are four times faster. Um, so it, it transactions happen every two and a half minutes as opposed to 10 minutes for Bitcoin. Amazing. And how do you feel that Litecoin has been running since its Genesis block with no downtime? It's honestly quite an amazing accomplishment. Um, right. Not many coins can can claim this. Actually, I don't think any any other coin can claim this, um, because we see you hear about all these other coins having trouble, um, having being down for a certain amount of time, uh, being attacked, being um, having issues where blocks are taking forever. Um, so one of the reasons why Litecoin has done so well is because I, what I set out to do was to keep it as close to Bitcoin as possible and only change uh, a few aspects of it and not kind of try to do something crazy. Um, and that has worked really well over the past 10 years. Um, so. Yeah, totally. And do you think that using crypto as a store of value and medium of exchange will be the strongest use case for crypto? Because, for example, Bitcoin is digital gold, Litecoin can be looked at as digital silver. Yeah, I think that um, the main kind of innovation that blockchain provided, um, I think the killer, the killer app is definitely being money. 
Um, the reason is because blockchains are, are inefficient um, by design. Um, so um, you really need a reason for this inefficiency, right? It's a lot easier to have like a central database doing stuff. So one example I could give is, for example, um, Ethereum. Like Ethereum can do a lot of things, but it's inefficient to use a blockchain. And you ask yourself, is there a reason why you need a blockchain for something like this? Um, if you have like more centralized blockchains that work a lot better and you just, a lot of people are comfortable trusting entities like Google or Facebook or Amazon to, to host these blockchains. So if, for example, Google had like a smart contract system that basically the way Ethereum did, but is 10 times, 100 times cheaper and more efficient, more faster, people would be fine using that for things like NFTs or, or other things um, because they, they trust Google. And there's no, for most case, most use cases, there's really no need for, um, for the decentralization aspect of blockchains. Um, so I do think that money is, it's probably the strongest and best use case for, for crypto and it's what it's designed for. That's really awesome. I really, I really love your point as it being, you know, money, store of value. And I know that Litecoin is a great coin using for payments. And what do you think about Litecoin starting to be accepted on applications such as PayPal and Venmo? I think it's huge. Like when, PayPal announced the support for Litecoin. It's a huge next step to um, Litecoin being used like everywhere, right? So PayPal has um, millions of, hundreds of millions of users um, and merchants and having the ability for um, merchants to easily accept Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum um, and Bitcoin Cash using PayPal is, is huge. It's a huge next step. Um, so I'm very excited for that to see that happen. Do you think this brought a lot of adoption to Litecoin, uh, PayPal and Venmo? Um, yeah, so I mean, right now, a lot of adoption comes from just people speculating, right? using yeah. um, Bitcoin, Litecoin as a, it's a new asset class, right? So PayPal supporting Litecoin lets people on PayPal to buy, to easily buy um, Litecoin, and also on Venmo now. So yep. um, I'm looking forward to them opening up where people can actually withdraw their coins, Bitcoin and Litecoin to, to their own wallet. So it's not just a, uh, so it's not just stuck in, in the PayPal ecosystem. Um, but that, even without that, like Robinhood started with letting people um, just buy and sell Bitcoin and Litecoin and other coins. And that's huge to just open it up, open this asset class up to more users, right? And that's similarly like the ETF that's happening right now um, lets a lot more people um, invest in this new asset class. And that's the start, right? First you have to have let people be able to invest and hold uh, Bitcoin and Litecoin. And then the next step is actually people are actually spending and using it as real money. Exactly. I love how you brought up spending your Litecoin. And I think that's a really important Point. And what do you think before we get to spending Litecoin? What do you think the selection process is, you know, with applications such as PayPal and Venmo and how Litecoin is always fit to be spendable? Uh, for example, another platform that added Litecoin was BitPay and you can spend it at places like Paxon, which is a very popular Gen Z retailer. So what do you think the selection process is for these applications? Well, I think 
like Litecoin being ten years old um, is a it's a huge deal, right? It's one of the yes. OG um, cryptos, and a lot of people consider it to be like a blue chip crypto currency. Um, the fact that it's been around for so long, it's lived through multiple um, cycles of of uh, bear, bull markets and bear markets, right? The first big one I remember when Litecoin hit fifty dollars, it shot up from like um, ten dollars to fifty dollars in that in like a day, and then that was like the peak of that bull, bull market, and eventually crashed back down to two dollars. Um, and then also like four years ago, we saw it hit four hundred or three sixty, and then it crashed back down to twenty. It seemed, it's gone through a lot and survived multiple um, bull bear market cycles. And um, like you said, there's hasn't been any downtime, so the Litecoin network has worked flawlessly, and that's important for if you're for money right if you're exactly if you're using as money you don't want the network you don't want people to be experimenting on it and for things to happen and for the network to be down um and that's just unacceptable right for for a money payment network so because of that um companies like paypal um they pay trust litecoin enough to to support it and these days whenever you turn on cnbc when they're talking about bitcoin or crypto in general they'll show like the Litecoin uh, ticker, which is which is very cool. Yes, and I love how it's it's the functionality that's important. It's the technological support, like we mentioned before, that's so important. And it's the trust we have in Litecoin. A very scary thought is if all of a sudden we go to make a payment and it doesn't go through, something happens. And Litecoin, like you said, is trustworthy. And now people are spending it through BitPay, and now you guys also have the Litecoin card. People always ask, how can you spend Litecoin in the real world? Like, I could just go up to a cash register and use it. How did you guys develop the idea of the Litecoin card, and why do you think this is significant? Sure. Before I mention that, I also want to add that one of the other reasons why people trust Litecoin as much is, is that um, the network has not been successfully attacked. Right? So... Um, a lot of coins have been 50% attacked or, or hacked in certain ways, but Litecoin hasn't because uh, the hash rate is really strong. Yes, um, for sure. Excuse me, let me get one second. No problem. Charlie Lee, we'll be right back. I hope you guys are enjoying the interview so far. Litecoin is such an amazing innovation, and I'm so happy to be here conducting this interview. If you guys want to check out Litecoin, go on Twitter. Feel free to check out Litecoin Foundation and at Litecoin and give it a follow for some future updates on Litecoin and what they're up to. Charlie Lee is back. Sorry about that. Um, no problem. So what were we talking about? So about Litecoin card. Right. So yes, Litecoin card. Um, this has been something that the community has has been asking for 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 many years. So the ability to easily pay with Litecoin. So I see the Litecoin card, the Visa card, as a kind of a stepping block to to actual merchants accepting Litecoin um, directly. Right. So with a Litecoin card, you're holding Litecoin in an account. Um, whenever you swipe the card, the Litecoins get uh, converted on the fly to, to US dollar or whatever fiat currency you're using, and then the merchant is getting the fiat currency. 
So that works really well for people who want to spend Litecoin. Um, but there's, there is some conversion costs and there's, there's some, um, uh, kind of, uh, bumps along the way to do that. Right. But this is a good stepping stone to, to the next step, which is for merchants to directly sell Litecoin. But right now it's cool that you can basically pay with Litecoin, um, anywhere where Visa is accepted. Exactly. And that's almost all around the world. We have a lot of Visa merchants and you're able to buy whatever you want with it. And the fact that Litecoin really has taken that step is really a great initiative because I know a lot of people are asking, how do I spend my Litecoin? Can I just go into a store and tap and pay? Now you can. I really love that. And I know before we were talking about um decentralization, a little bit of self-custody we dabbled into, especially because we were talking about PayPal and Venmo and how, yes, you can buy Litecoin on there, but you cannot withdraw it and hold it in your own custody. How important is decentralization to you? Um, as I mentioned, I think decentralization is is extremely important, right? So the whole yes. point of blockchain is decentralization. Like if you don't, if you didn't care about decentralization, you don't need to use a inefficient um, kind of database like the blockchain. So, and decentralization is very important for money. I think um, you want to have control of your money, just like how um, internet was important for for kind of decentralization of information. I think blockchain is, is important for decentralization of money. So yeah. throughout our history, um, my, I mean, other than like something like gold, Money has been always been controlled by by governments, right? So, I I thought I w always thought that gold is like the best form of money before I came across Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And wow! I saw, yeah, and I saw Bitcoin as uh, a better form of gold, right? It's very similar to gold, um, but better because you can transmit it um, electronically. Um, there's no there's no weight, there's no physical aspect of it, so there's no storage cost. Um, so it's it's definitely a better form of, of money, the best form of money we've ever seen. I love that. And how do you think the community plays a role in, I guess, carrying crypto and supporting cryptocurrencies like Litecoin and carrying on this decentralization aspect? Um, in, in one in one sense, kind of, <clears throat> it's silly to have a community. Kind of, right now, there's no community supporting the U.S. dollar, for example. Right, yeah. so a community around a currency is kind of weird, but but for I consider like Bitcoin, Litecoin to be like a startup currency, right? It's kind of trying to become a real currency, real real money. So for that to succeed, you really need people supporting it, right? You need people to to spend it, to use it, to hold it, and to to go out there and push for adoption. Where without the Litecoin community out there, like talking to merchants and talking to payment processors and demanding, or not demanding, but asking um, <laughs> payment processors and merchants to, to support Litecoin, we wouldn't be where we are here today, right? So I think the community is is awesome um, and it's really productive and very good for, for a coin like Litecoin um, for it to succeed. We really need a strong community out there pushing for it. Yes, pushing for it, but nicely pushing for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
And I, I really love that the community has done a lot, especially uh, organizations like Litecoin Foundation and just really pushing people to go to events like Litecoin Summit, which is an amazing community event by Litecoin. And speaking of Litecoin and initiatives and new things coming, I know there's a very large upgrade coming to Litecoin soon known as MWeb. And for everyone who doesn't know and for you to give, I guess, a light summary, what is MWeb? Uh, yeah, so MWeb stands for Member Wimble Extension Block. What it is, is um, Extension Block is kind of like a side chain that is attached to the main chain. So miners will mine both the main Litecoin block and an MWeb Extension Block at the same time. So every two, about every two and a half minutes, both of those blocks will be mined. What MWeb is, is it uses Mimble Wimble technology, which is something that gives um, Litecoin uh, more fungibility and more privacy. So the most important thing is that the amount of the transacting amount is, is hidden. So when you're sending coins to the recipient, only you and the recipient see how many coins you, you sent them and no one else could actually see the actual amount, but they can use um, cryptography to, uh, to ensure that you sent an amount and you didn't actually create Litecoins out of thin air. So this is a uh, technology called confidential transactions, um, which I think is really important for, for money, right? So when, I, when you're spending, today when you're spending Litecoins or Bitcoin, um, everyone sees how many coins you actually sent. So they can, and then they, looking at history, they can sort of try to figure out how many coins you have in your wallet, right? Just using some blockchain analysis. And that's not a very good property of money. Um, and the property that, that we're trying to solve is, is fungibility, right? The fungibility of money means that, um, every Bitcoin, every Litecoin you use is indistinguishable from every other Litecoin. So that's a property that's, that currently exists for, for fiat currencies, right? If in your wallet, you have multiple $20 bills, it doesn't matter which one you use. Um, it's treated exactly the same as training dollar bill. There's no history attached to it. Um, even though there's like a serial number on, on the trend bill, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's fungible, right? But that's not the case with, with Litecoin today. When I send Litecoin to, um, to, uh, to buy coffee, for example, um, the merchant would be able to see how many Litecoins I have in my wallet if they really want to. And that's not good. Financial privacy is really important. So we're trying to solve that with, with MWeb. And the idea is that once you move money into the MWeb extension block, all the transaction uses confidential transaction and Mimblewimble. And the cool thing about MWeb and Mimblewimble is that the it actually scales even better than than Bitcoin and Litecoin main chain um, because of properties and some cryptographies we uh, we're using with Mimblewimble. So it's a very good solution to to solve fungibility and privacy. And we're kind of sort of experimenting with that using extension blocks. So it'll be very exciting to see to when that happens and how people use it. Yes, and I know it's not going to be too complicated to you know enable Mimblewimble. It might just be a click of a button, right? Or is there going to be separate applications to um, use it? Well, I wouldn't say it's not too complicated. First of all, we we're going to release the code uh, later this year, awesome. um, and then miners need to need to activate it right so it takes some time for miners to activate it once it's activated then nimble wimble extension block would run side by side with the main chain 
um, but you also need to update wallets to support it, right? So it's a optional soft fork, so no one has to has to update. So exchanges, for example, will likely not support the the extension block, and that's fine. So if you have coins in the in end web and you want to send to exchange, you just tag out and send coins back to the main chain. And that, you can do it directly to an exchange uh, wallet. So end web would have a separate address addresses, just like Segwit. Um, and wallets will, will start supporting it. So you can um, peg in your coins into MWeb. And if merchants support receiving MWeb um, coins, then you can transact with them directly. So it'll take like a few years before this really gets adopted, um, but it's going to be exciting. For sure, it's going to be exciting. You guys have been, it's been 10 years of Litecoin, nonstop innovation. It's not like, you know, you release Litecoin and it was just there doing its own thing. You guys are constantly, you and your developers are constantly working on this and working to improve Litecoin and make a better store of value and better money for people to use in the real world. And now you guys are also protecting privacy, which is amazing. Cause yes, we need transparency, but we also need that anonymity factor when we, when it's necessary, right? And I think that, you know, adding fungibility is very important. So how do you think that, you know, MWeb will impact Litecoin adoption? Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's definitely a, a big change, right? So over the past 10 years, Litecoin has, um, has kind of stuck to, to, with Bitcoin for, for pretty much everything. Even though like Segwit um, activated on Litecoin first, it was developed for Bitcoin, right? So yeah. MWeb is like a first step away from something that's done on Bitcoin. Um, so I, I think it's really important. I think fungibility is really important. That's why we're willing to take this, um, this step for doing something different than Bitcoin. And it's definitely a little bit risky, right? Something different. So we have to take it slow. Um, for example, we're, um, we have uh, we get, the code is getting audited. Um, we actually just received the, the report. Um, things are going really well. Um, it did find some issues that we're fixing, but it's important to to take this slow and make sure everything is good. Um, yeah. So the, I forgot what, what your actual question was. <laughs> How do you think that MWeb will impact Litecoin adoption? Yeah. So I think um, I'd like to see. After, after it's live, more and more people use it. It's important for, I think financial privacy is, is extremely important and people will realize that um, they would want to keep their coins um, kind of private, the amount of coins they have to themselves, right? So um, yeah, I think it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be huge. I think it's gonna be very important just to have something that is, uh, that is fungible um, and more, a better form of money. Actually. So fungibility is one of the properties of, of good sound money that is missing in Bitcoin and Litecoin. I would say it's like the only thing that is missing from Bitcoin and Litecoin being like the best form of money possible. So adding that and making um, Litecoin even better money than before, I think is huge. Absolutely, totally agreed. And I'm so happy we got to do this and hear more of your perspective. Litecoin turning 10 is a huge turning point in history overall. I mean, you guys have been putting out nothing but perfection. You released a Litecoin code, it's 
been perfect as of right now, 10 years of no downtime. You guys have been working tirelessly on MWeb and now another update called OmniLight, uh, which I know we, I'm not sure we could jump too much into right now with the time we have left. But I know that this is huge. And how do you feel about the next 10 years of Litecoin? Where do you see this going? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I never expected Litecoin to, to be where it is here today, right? So when I launched it, it was for fun. Didn't expect too much of it. Um, the fact that it survived for 10 years and it is where it is now today, it's just, it's kind of mind-boggling, right? I can't. So to even think about what would happen the next 10 years, um, yeah, it's really hard to say. I'm kind of taking it one step at a time. The, the next thing is MWeb, which we're fully focused on to make sure that that launch is successful. And then after that, who knows, right? So eventually, the end goal is for for crypto to be used as as money, right? We're seeing we're starting to see that in El Salvador, where Bitcoin is legal tender and merchants and users actually using Bitcoin for in their daily lives. I think that's going to happen more and more in different in more countries, and and that's the end goal, right? Where people would store their money in in crypto um, because it's just a better form of money. It's it's um, Governments can't just print more out of thin air, and um, people just use it as real money. And I think in ten years, I'd see people using um, cryptocurrencies as money without even realizing what's kind of behind everything. Like right now, when you're spending crypto, you you have to. It's not simple, right? You have to know what you're doing um, to safely store it um, and and to spend it, but. Then over the next 10 years, I see it being built out where people were actually using crypto without even realizing what's going on behind the scene. That's great. That's something I do bring up to people all the time is that eventually we're going to be using crypto without even knowing we're using crypto. People might get the Litecoin card and not even realize it's a Litecoin card. They just know it's something they could use, something they could spend. Yep. It's just money, right? Exactly. It's just technology. A lot of people don't know the technology with tap and pay. They use tap and pay their every day, but they don't know how the actual technology works behind, you know, leaving your card, going to the merchant. But, you know, we still use it. We still know it works. And Litecoin, we know it works. We trust Litecoin. Ten years of no downtime, low fees and very fast transaction times. Is this something that's very important to you as well? The fast transaction times? Yeah, so one of the reasons why um, I wanted to create a coin with faster transaction times is because using Bitcoin like in person um, at that time was was not easy, right? So waiting 10 minutes for a block, sometimes blocks take are slower and takes like half an hour or even an hour for blocks. And that's, that's kind of unacceptable when you're doing like in-person transactions. Yes. Um, so Litecoin's two and a half minutes is is uh, much better, but still not not as quick as something, for example, like Lightning Network, right? So it's a good step towards just faster payments, but we definitely need more um, more things like Lightning Network to improve the speed and also the, the throughput. 
Yes, in real life transactions. So exciting. Litecoin is reaching new heights of adoption. I see more and more wallets. The, the statistics on Litecoin are insane. The, the amount of transactions now, the amount of wallets being open. A lot more people are opening their eyes to Litecoin and the amount that, the, I mean, I guess the amount of history it has and the amount of history it's going to make. And I, I just love that you guys work tirelessly on improving this. And it's, again, not just where it started. It's progressing in so many different ways, whether that's be fungibility, privacy, uh, potential NFTs and marketplaces. Truly amazing. And I really have so much respect for you and what you do. And I just thank you so much for joining us today. And I really wish we had more time to chat. And maybe we could have a longer chat one day and have a, more of a deep dive. Is there anything that you feel is very important? One thing that you really want people to know watching this and know about Litecoin and what you guys are doing? Um, something just just I thought of is um, just recently, right? Someone sent hundreds of millions of dollars worth of Litecoin on the Litecoin network and paid like pennies in fees. Right? And the reason why they're able to do that is because Litecoin is, is secure, right? It's safe. They can send that money without it getting hacked. And um, it it's just um, a strong kind of coin that or payment network that lets you move move money, right? And in the end, that's the most important thing about what we're building here. It's just um, something that lets you transfer value, right? For efficiently, um, quickly, and cheaply, and that's what Litecoin does. So I'm very proud of what what Litecoin has achieved over the over the past ten years. As you should be. Thank you so much, Charlie. Your insights are honestly amazing. And it was so great talking to you today. I, you know, I just have one more thing to say. I hope everybody has a great day. Charlie, thank you so much. 